0: People getting here a little bit. Had this little quick, quick conversation. It's that time again. Gonna use our real black atheist minds right here. Put it on the situation. See what we can come up with. Reading a couple posts this morning, I wanna kinda, you know, just kinda get into it a little bit. What's up Mika, I see you. What's going on? Yeah, I I like, I enjoy reading your posts. use your mind and you thinking and you asking questions. And so, you know, I wanna do this video real quick on just the soul and see what we come up with. See if I put some clarity to it. By the way, I'm gonna stand by the statement right here. Hinduism is the oldest religion on earth. And I watch people from Africa or African descendants dive off the window on that. Hmm. Sometimes I often wonder why people make religion so important. I often wonder why, why we feel so proud when other people proclaim we are the most spiritual. We like wear that with a badge of honor. Oh, we the most spiritual people on planet Earth. Is that something you should walk around telling everybody? Based off the fact there is no clear definition on what spiritual is. Matter of fact, spirituality is defined by the culture. So the culture is actually defining spirituality of the ones that enslaved you, kidnapped you, during the transcontinental kidnapping trade, then you might just be in trouble. Because last time I checked, it was European culture that proclaimed that you were the most spiritual. As they robbed and steal and kidnapped you out of your lands. So that's real, real interesting. We might not want to wear that tag right there. Yeah, hashtag, the African is the most spiritual. Depending on what you mean. Depending on what you mean. I find that not to be the truth based off the definitions, the present definitions that have been applied to our circumstances in North America. I find that statement to be very, very false. No validity to it. And it's a cold word for we the most broke. (laughs) That's how I see it. So let's dive right into the soul real quick. Let's go to the Etymology online dictionary. Let's find the origin of this word. All right? So a substantial entity believed to be that in each person which lives, feels, thinks, and wills. Key word here, believed, right? So whenever you start talking about believe or belief, it has a religious connotation to it. That simply means you do not know, nor do you understand it. So you believe Remember. The first stage in anything is to believe it. The last stage is to understand it and know it. So you always want to move from a stage of belief to knowing, the support. And in between, I guess you can call that faith. So you got to have faith to walk towards that which you believe, right? But once you get there to what you believe, you can figure out what it is. Like, for instance, if people keep telling you uh, water, No, let me use an example. If people keep telling you, when you make a left and go around a corner, there's going to be a lake there. Well, at this point, you're simply believing what they're saying, right? And so as you walk through the woods and make a left around a corner, you get there, you realize it's not a lake, it's a bunch of mud. So now you no longer have to believe it. You no longer have to have faith in what that person said. You know that it wasn't water, it wasn't a lake, it was mud. That's the same thing we go through now. So we want to deal with the soul. So that word dead soul, right? A substantial entity believed to be that which a person lives, feels, thinks, and wills, okay? Old English, so well, okay? Spiritual and emotional part of a person's eminent existence, life, living, being, okay? That's old English that now goes to proto-dramatic, so well, source also it says of old Saxon silly old Nordstrom, Sila, old Frasian, silly middle Dutch silly Dutch zeal old high German Sila, German seal gothic so of uncertain origin so first of all the term is shrouded in European culture now if you talk to us all tap he'll tell you that all languages come from the African languages. And he'll probably do a whole book on soul coming from Africa. Based off the online etymology dictionary, which is not the only source, but it is the source that we're reading today. This is clearly a terminology that was created by Europeans. Old Norse from Germany. For Asian, the whole nine yards over there. Now, does that make it wrong because it comes to them? Nope. It's simply identifying what those people was thinking about. Okay? So for me, as I look at the definition, it's based in belief. Let's keep going. Meaning, human beings create these ideas out of their imagination. Okay? So maybe what it means in Europe, old Nordstrom, Dramatic languages, right? Maybe don't mean that in African languages. But since we have been kidnapped, enslaved, and taken to the strainer of European culture, the only thing we understand it to be is something that's quote unquote spiritual. Watch this. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna get to the point where I show you how we actually changed that word soul, right, and incorporated it in African American culture. Watch this, so let's keep going sometimes said to mean originally coming from or being to the sea, because that was supposed to be the supporting place of the soul before the birth or after death. If so, it would be a proto gemetic Siwaz. say also CC. Klein explains this as from the lake, as a dwelling place of souls in ancient Northern Europe. So these people in these particular areas was thinking the soul was where we was created in water. So the soul comes out of the water. Goes on to say meaning, spirit of deceased person. Is attested in Old English from 971. All right? As a synonym of a person, individual human being. So you know, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all souls, like a synonym. Another word for human. Okay, let's keep going. Attested from 1871, from the phrase used as a present, present participial adjective, distinguishing soul from spirit, is a matter best left for theologians. <laughs> yeah, start getting real confusing when they try to separate them terms, don't they? Okay. Now watch this. Let's deal with the second working definition, the second uh, when we deal with the soul. Now watch this. An active quality felt by black persons as an attitude. So see, this is part of the African American culture where soul means what? Well, we know like we eat soul food, right? And we say, yeah, well, we active, we, we got soul. And you hear people say, but white people don't got no soul. We're talking about rhythm and music this is African-American culture. Like somebody made a post trying to act like African-Americans don't have culture. That's a bunch of locked. Mal- uh, African-Americans have a very strong culture. They have a very creative culture. Our, our, our culture have added to science. We have a very scientific culture at times, a very musical culture, a very rhythmic culture. Uh, our culture also contains food, good food, bad food. So African-Americans do have a culture, and I will argue any African traditions with that. All day, every day. As a matter of fact, I would say that the African-American culture is very fluent, right? And African-American culture will be taken into the space age before traditional African culture will be. So I'm saying that African-American culture is more fit to handle the space age than traditional African culture. That's just my opinion. So don't jump on this post talking crazy because I'm going to have to beat you out. Okay, so an act of quality felt by black persons as an attribute, 1947 jazz slang from soul. Okay, so it comes from jazz. It say also from this sense as soul brother, you don't like my soul brother, my soul sister. Okay, soul food, etc. Soul music, essentially gospel music with girl, etc. In place of Jesus, first attested in 1961, William James used the term in the 1900s in a spiritual, romantic sense, but in the reference to inner music. Right. So you know, African American culture has has you has changed that word soul. So that's my soul, sister. You know, rock him, and you know we got soul. Okay, so words can change over time. But this is, the, this is the high quality of African-American culture. You know, so you study ancient traditional African culture, okay? You realize the culture that you're living in, African-American culture. We know African-American culture stems out of the transcontinental uh, slave trade, kidnapping trade, right? And we developed a culture to deal with that. I want y'all to know that African-American culture is fluid and we're constantly adding on to it. Like you'll hear people talk about the consciousness and all that. Well, you know we got that from the new age people. The new age science. White people. Right? But now we're starting to become a part of African American culture. Right or wrong. So everything in your culture don't got to be right. That, let's establish that. And let's get that very, very understood here. Right? So that's why now we're fighting for a legacy of what? Of scientific literacy in the African American culture. We're fighting for that. People like Dr. Oyama the pseudo killers, brother Vance, Brother Nahisi, Clark Kent, Concrete Coy, Brother Sheffrin. Alright? We're fighting for scientific literacy. Sister CK. We're fighting for scientific literacy. Simple as that. The Amaran Squad. Y'all know what that platform is. Right? We we promote and adhere to. Science, you know, it's me all day. Uh, Science over religion every day. Science over spirituality every day. Also knowing that spirituality ain't never gave you a one conducive understanding what spirituality is. You know, for me, the real black atheist, right? And those who understand real black atheists and consider themselves a real black atheist, spirituality is simply food, clothing and shelter and protection of that. You can't be no more spiritual Than being able to wake up And protect your family And feed your family And educate your family And what's more spiritual than that Anything else is just something you're reading So soul is a human idea And in this sense It's an idea coming out of Europe Germany Old German languages Saxon Okay, so it was what their culture was promoting and what they was talking about and how they seem or how they wanted to define their worldview. So we're talking about worldview. By the time it gets to the African-American, we talk about some rhythm. We talk about the way you walk, the way you put your shoes on, the way you wear your shirt a certain way, button one button here, the way, you know, your flavor, your soul, your energy into a situation. This is African, totally different from a religious term. That's my, that's my soul sister. Okay, now you would have to get back and study ancient Egypt, what they meant about about the Ka the and the Ba. You know, go talk to Wu-Jah them about that. Let them define that. But no matter how you define it, the term can be used. Mo, it's mostly used in a religious context until the African-American came along, right? And through that extraordinary flavor. And that's what we do. Soul music, soul food, the whole nine yards. This is what we do. All right, so to answer that question, Sister Mika, is the word soul is an all-human idea and concept. There's no cut cause about it. You'll find souls in religions like Christianity, Islam, Judaism, okay? You'll find the word soul on that side of the river <laughs> amongst Europeans, Indo-Europeans. Old Slavic, that type of nonsense. Okay, so you'll find it in the African American vernacular, meaning you know, soul sister. You know, soul sisters wear bush. Soul sister wear natural hair. You know what I mean? We start that. We, we start to put uh, a definitions to what a soul sister is, what a soul brother is. Yo, that's my brother. That's my soul brother. Right? Not necessarily meaning. That that's your blood brother, but that's your soul brother. Mean you have this uh, interconnectedness based off of uh, shared experiences in North America. All right. So man, I appreciate y'all stopping through. I see you, Efa. I see you. you. We supposed to be doing that show directed at people in Baltimore too, Efa. I ain't gonna let you get away with it. <laughs> Ah, uh, you made it out. Let me see what you're saying, Aoife. When people lose their soul, that means they lost their mind. Where's the mind? The mind? Where's the, where is the mind? Can you find the mind? No, you can't find the mind. <laughs> you need a brain. All right? That's a never made-up term, the mind. Probably never term for thought. Okay? All right? So, you know... When the Christian comes at you and say, you've lost your soul. They're really saying you've lost your belief in that tomfoolery that they're trying to kick to you. That's what they really saying, you've lost your soul. Meaning you no longer believe in the teachings of Jesus Christ. And if you don't believe in the teachings of Jesus Christ, you've lost your soul. And the only way to get your soul back is through studying and believing in the life and times of Jesus Christ, so it's funny to me. So we putting our mind on a situation and thinking through. All right. So don't let them get you with a soul. You don't have no soul, man. That's a religious. I remember back in the day we used to say soul, solar system, sun. System. We used to say all that nonsense. Yeah, it was their pseudoisms. Absolutely. Okay. Let me see this. Uh. So brain. So the brain isn't a made up term. Laugh out loud. Is that word not a comp? Man, Josh, man, you just be wanting to get beat up, yo. You be wanting to get beat up. See, we clearly understand that all words and all languages are made up by human beings. But what people try to do, they try to make up a word, right? And say the word soul. So when I say it's a made up idea, it's an idea and a concept, right? It's not a tangible idea and concept. You can't go grab a soul. You can't prove and verify a soul. But a son, you can prove and verify a son. So we understand that the words are made up. We get it. But the sun is an actual thing. Okay? It's made out of matter, material. It's actually something that can be tested. But the soul cannot be tested and verified. This is what I was saying, Josh. You're just trying to be funny. Let me tap you in and let's hear what you got to say about it. Simple, that's not hard. So we know all words and all languages and all names are made up and all definitions are made up. That's not what we're saying here. Let's make this very, very clear. What we're saying here is if I say brain, although humans made up the word brain, you you can actually cut the skull open and find the thing that we're calling a brain and we can understand the function of a brain. So what's the function of a soul? Soul is part of religion and philosophy. The soul functions within religion. It has no validity in science. Science is the study of the natural world and natural forces. So a soul is not a natural force, Mr. Josh. It's not. So we just want to make a clear distinction between concepts and ideas and concepts and ideas that can be verified and proven and are tangible because you have some concepts, right? That are tangible and you have concepts that are not tangible. Okay. So what, what, what you can't escape is it's a whole human hide- idea. Even naming a tree is a human idea, right? But a tree is tangible. We can study the trees. We know what purpose the trees have on earth. What? Trees break down the carbon dioxide. Very important. Very important. The sun. The sun is very important. It gives what? It helps things grow. Oxygen. Same thing. Water. So, so there are things that are just ideas and could never be verified. Like you could never verify a soul. Why? Because it's part of mythology and religion. That's why. See we have any more comments we got right here. Uh, all concepts aren't treated equally. <laughs> like we know what a concept car is, right? So a concept car is a, is a car the car makers put together is not in production yet, but this is a concept that they want to build off of. And so you actually have a tangible vehicle. Thus you get concept car, okay? But it's a tangible vehicle that there may be, could be planning on making it in the future. A soul, you can't make a soul in the future. They will never discover what a soul is. There's no, there's no one way to be a soul or understand a soul. So you can go to egypt it'll be something different i remember people used to make a mistake where you find cologne on a potter's wheel and you actually see a male and a female and people thought it represented a male and a female what it really represented was the spirit and the soul the kind of body, right and cologne was quote unquote molding it sarah stupid he was trying to use that as some type of, well, it, you know, it, you know, we never came from Mokis, Kalum. We came from the Potter's will. He thought it was a male and a female. It, it wasn't that. It wasn't that at all. It was representation of the spirit and the soul. And then you would have to go to Egyptian texts and those who read uh, Shes, Monumenta, Necha, you would have to read that to understand what ideas they were trying to convey. But one thing is for certain, two things for sure. In science, it's a non-cypher. It's a non-cypher. Nah, Josh, you chatty patty right now, cause you could tap in. You chatty patty. <laughs> I'm gonna call you chatty in the patio. <laughs> You're in the chat, chatty patty. I don't listen to chatty patty. Simple as that. So I just wanna get all that cleared up and straight and We should be able to determine the difference between a a, a idea and a concept that is tangible and an idea and a concept that is not tangible. An idea and a concept that can be studied through science based off of natural forces and an idea and a concept is just that, an idea. It's the difference between an idea, right, and something that is tangible, material, contains protons and neutrons and electrons, which is essential to all matter. A soul does not contain protons, electrons, and neutrons. A soul is not even energy, because energy is a measurement. It's an actual measurement. It's how you, what what did it? You can measure the energy it took to lift the cup. You can actually measure that. You can't measure the soul. You cannot. Protons, neutrons, and electrons which makes something tangible. Simple. What makes something real? Protons, neutrons, and electrons is what makes something real. And you can measure that through science. There's no other way to do that. Simple as that. So if y'all got any questions in that, you want to come on, I'm going to let you in. I'm going to tap you in. So we can get this party started right. I'm going to say this again so I can get the get the community to uproar. I'm saying Hinduism is the oldest religion. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying Hindu religion has more followers. Matter of fact, you got Christianity, Islam, then you got Hinduism. Hmm. Interesting. You definitely got more followers of Hinduism than you got follow African spirituality traditional African spirituality. Y'all can look this up and then, you know, we can get into the old debate and we can go we do that. Have we wanna do it? Bring the information to the table, we can see what it is. Yeah, let me see, Mr. Stewart, knowing what's abstract and concrete. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pick me up a protein and neutron from the store later. <laughs> Yeah boy you funny guy man funny dude but yeah man that's all I don't want to drag this out man I just like to get them in real easy like man man y'all make sure y'all support the podcast Alright it's gonna be on Apple Podcasts we're gonna download got a lot of old shows on there download from the blog talk days you feel me you thought spirituality was pseudo depending on how you design it brother I mean it's depending on how you define spirituality so a religion, you know, I don't necessarily call it a religion pseudo, because remember you can get into detail how a religion could be part of a culture. There's no real working definition of religion, even there's no, like, that. so so like, we so proud to have religion, but the reality is, time you go to Africa, they're not even using that word. So so what is your barometer of measuring that? You know what I'm saying? What is your barometer of, of measuring that? Like, like, you wanna measure religion? Or did the Africans have a religion? You know I'm saying, I, you know, I would tend to say, based off how you defined it, would let you know whether they had a religion or not. If you're using European standards, they they call African spirituality religion, they call it folk religion. Okay? So it's, you know, it's, it's man, it's something I ain't willing to fight because it's just, you could just say anything type of thing. Just say anything you want to say. It's simple. Simple as that. You know, so it's you, you probably had to define a term and then we work from how you define it because there's no one there's no one word, there's no one understanding of spirituality. Very vague. There's no understanding of religion. Some religions got books, some religions, some religions got gods in it, some religions don't have gods in it. How about that? What about what what about the the, the ancestor veneration? So I, I I like to venerate my ancestors, my mother, my father. My great-grandmother. You know what I'm saying? I like to do that. I, I like to keep their name and the thoughts of my babies. Right? Okay, so you can consider that. They consider that a religion. So in Africa, all African religions don't have gods. Most people don't know that. They don't even pray to God. They venerate their ancestors or venerate nature. Trees, birds, bees, water, sun, moon, stars. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's... it's it's so vast. Okay? But the but the great the great line, the great dividing line is science. We draw that line right down the middle. I'll challenge anybody on that. And one of our downfalls as ancient societies was our inability to separate science from what you would call religion or spirituality. That was our downfall. Too much religion, too much spirituality, your ass is grass in the world of science. It's just done. It's just done. So the question becomes, well, could you, could you just have a whole society that functions, that does not have religion? Yeah, you can just look to Russia, look to China. <laughs> so in China, if you're a Christian, they put you in a camp, a Muslim, they put you in a camp somewhere and they taking away your food stamps. They say, let the law bring you the food. <laughs> Interesting, right? Let Jesus Christ bring you the food. And people is uproaring and mad. But the reality is, each people has a right to define itself. Self-determination. Let me see what you got, Moo Moo. <laughs> nah, ain't no such thing as a soul, Moo Moo. Ah, you made that up. I, I'm the one that told you that you can't have science without a spirit. Man, get out of here, man. Stop it. Stop it. Stop, it. stop. Stop. Yes, you can. China, right there. The atheists all day long, all day long. You know, Russia, atheistic society. Come on, man, stop that, man. Come on, bro. I, you know, I always give, like, like, like. When real change happens in a society, it don't be because they change religions. It be because of the science and technology, bro. We can live in a world without spirituality. How do we know that we can live in a world without spirituality and religion? How do we know this? Because there's so many different religions and so many different types of spirituality that is not one concise thing. But one thing we do know, that human beings need to breathe air and need to drink water. This is consistent amongst human populations. They need food, they need clothing, and they need shelter. This is consistent. This is consistent. Spirituality and religion is not consistent. Simple as that. Simple as that. So, hey, look. Y'all got any more questions? Let's see. Let me see. All right, Josh, let's see what the religion of. Let's see. Uh, real fast here. Real fast here, real fast here, real quick here, real quick here. Let's see some real fast. Let's see. Uh, hold on. The Russia, Slavs. Trying to see what. Steve Spurrier. One second, y'all. See. I don't see it. All right. Trying to figure out what religion in Russia, right? That's what we're going to find. Give me a minute on that. i going to come back to that. I know they had the Orthodox Church. We know that. But it is, Wood to concrete and stone, no, it was science and technology that did that, and you can look to Peter the Great for that. remember that when he when he came to power, he left russia, the czar he left Russia came back, went around the world, came back built the city called St. Peter's it looked just like Paris, he did that uh, he took, at this particular time in history, Russia was all wood look it up it was all wood, alright he built that, he put sci- he, he put a, a scientific institution in Russia, in St. Peter's okay, and, and he built Russia, based off technology, he built a naval a na- an army, ships this takes science and technology. It don't take prayer and spirituality. It takes materials, building materials. It takes the understanding of stress and forces on building materials. It takes the understanding of mathematics and science and technology, the ability to understand how a ship floats. That's, it don't take God or Jesus Christ. Or it don't take voodoo. Or it don't take none of that. It takes science and innovation. It's, it's very clear. Okay? you going back and forth you ain't gotta go back and forth will because they, they they have absolutely nothing they have nothing. Matter of fact, they're talking that spiritual nonsense, but yet they're driving in a car, which requires technology and the understanding of how brakes work, brake fluid, fluids, fluids, uh, you know, all these types of things. Friction, uh, what material uh, uh, better resists friction so your brakes don't run out every time you step on them? Like, this, this is science and technology, simple as that. Vaccines is high science and high technology. Okay? Uh, cutting edge, specifically during the time of 1700s, when Onesimus. The Africans were were, were inoculated. This was high science on that time. High medical science. Simple. The Egyptian medical papyrus. This is science. The problem with the Egyptians was they wasn't to the point where they could separate their science from their religion. Why do you think European nations are ruling the world? Why do you think everybody else has jumped on board? Why? Because they separated science from their spirituality. Two separate items, two separate things. Simple as that. Now nah, your mind, there is, where is your mind? There is no mind. Come on, bro. They Show me where your mind is, bro. You mean your thoughts? You mean your, br- your, your brain? Okay, your brain with different aspects of your brain, different mechanisms in your brain, the frontal lobe? You're talking about your brain? The mind is just a term. It's, it's not tangible. There is no place for a mind. Okay, you mean your thoughts? It starts in the brain. <laughs> Funny guy. I ain't going back and forth with you, man. I have read your points. I have read your points. And I'm going to call it malarkey. My good brother. That's enough of the malarkey for today. Look, man, I'm out of here, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Hey, I'm out.